everyone. My name is Terry Abair, and this is my podcast. It's called I Have Things to Say. I'm a midlife career introvert who is much better at the written word, but I now invite you to join me on this adventure of saying the things I have to say. I'll tell stories, you'll find humor, plenty of awkwardness, maybe some unique insights, definitely all the feels from time to time. All of that comes together right here in this podcast because I truly believe we all have stories to tell and these are my stories. So thank you for being here. Here's what I have to say today. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of I Have Things to Say. I'm Terry Bear, and I have things to say. That's why that's the title of my show. <laughs> hey, I'm glad to be here and I'm glad you are here. Today we're going to talk a little bit about hustle versus slow. Um, I actually have a really hard time with the word hustle. Um, it's, a, it's a label, right? And it's something that we seem to strive for. We want to hustle. Hustle is good. That's, that's kind of the idea that hustling is good, um, especially in the entrepreneur world, which is my, my world. Um, if you're not hustling, you're not working and you're not making any money, right? But So it's not a bad word, but it is a word or a way of life that I think we kind of put on a pedestal. And I've just been struck lately after having some conversations and just watching people and just being around people that um, we put a lot of focus on hustle, but then we deal with massive guilt if we find ourselves in a moment where we're lacking hustle. So if we're tired or we feel like we didn't hustle enough today or we see somebody else hustling more, uh, we feel guilty about our level of hustle. So today we're going to talk about, is it okay to slow down? Um, and what are the benefits of slowing down? And if I'm, um, you know, am I failing the hustle? Like, as in that's a thing, the hustle, if I'm not hustling to the world's expectation, okay? So a little bit about hustle, a little bit about slowing down. Um, some stories are involved, so stay tuned. I'll be right back. All right, so let's jump in first and talk a little bit about hustle, right? Because um, that's the point. Um, and hustle is such a, one, it's kind of a weird word to say. <laughs> you say a lot and it comes out sounding weird. But hustle is not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. But it to me, it kind of feels like it has some negative side effects because we feel like if we're not hustling enough, then we're doing something wrong. But what is enough? What's the definition of you've got, you know, you're really hustling and hustling is a word that I've used for a long time. You know, when I was a personal training, um, you know, you talk about hustle, you got to hustle, got to keep moving. You know, you probably hear it in sports a lot and you hear it. I, I hear and see it a lot because I'm really, I'm in a lot of things that have to do with being an entrepreneur. So, you know, hustle, you got to hustle to, you know, make sure your business is a success. You're working hard enough. Um, so yeah, you have to hustle to accomplish most things in life. So whether you're succeeding at your job, you got to hustle. If you're trying to get through school, make good grades or get your degree, you got to hustle to get that done. Um, excelling at any sport requires a lot of hustle. Running your own business requires an extraordinary amount, extraordinary amount of hustle. So it would seem, um, being a good parent, you got to hustle. So there's lots of ways where hustling, can be weaved into your life, woven, weaved, woven, woven, I think is the right word there. So with hustling, and this is what, this is what we all believe, I believe, 
<laughs> is that with hustle comes good things, right? But why do we put so much focus on the hustle itself? So um, I, there's a whole like, I mean, it feels like there's an industry about hustling. Like hustling is the point. And really hustling isn't the point. It's, it's hustle leads to the better things, right? Or that's what we're, we're taught. That's what we, we believe. So when you you know, see posts every morning, maybe your personal developments about um, hustling and, you know, absorbing the, or, you know, it, pursuing the hustle and hustling harder. And if you're not hustling enough, you're not going to get there. Um, I feel like we get actually too, too hung up on just the hustle part <laughs> and not enough focus on um, what's the point. So, um, you know, we, we drive ourselves to burnout sometimes trying to live up to this projected idea of hustling enough. But, you know, nobody has the same definition of hustle, yet we all feel like we gotta do it more, right? Everyone works differently. And so success comes differently to everyone. So if we're looking at hustle, my hustle is not gonna look like yours, but my success isn't gonna look like yours either. Um, I could hustle less and have less by your standards and have more success, or I could hustle less by, by your standards and not have as much success as you do. You know, I can watch somebody else um, you know, working really hard and, you know, they're talking about how much they're hustling and that kind of thing. And they could have tremendous success. And then I can look at what I'm doing, you know, on a daily basis and be like, yeah, I must not be hustling enough because my success doesn't look like that person's. But is it a linear relationship? Does more hustle, you know, automatically equal more success? If I'm doing all the things that fall under the category of hustle, like according to um, anyone else that, you know, is hustling, 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 is success guaranteed? Um, so the answer to that is no. So hustle does not equal success, but I think a lot of times we put that put those two together. Um, yes, hustle is a big part of success, but it's not a guaranteed outcome. So you know, the more you hustle doesn't necessarily mean the more success you're going to have. The less you hustle doesn't mean that you're going to your stuff's going to fall apart. Your life's going to fall apart. But here's the thought. So if it's not a direct correlation, more hustle equals more success. What if it was, you know, your hustle in the right ways will yield the right kind of success for you? And that's where we kind of have to start thinking about well, how am I hustling? Okay, what are the right ways to hustle? And I think that really depends on you, right? Nobody can say if you hustle in these right ways, you will have X success. Now, there's there's plenty of direction out there. Like if you're in a specific business and you have a mentor, you have a leader or a teacher that has a game plan of how they got to success. Yes, hustle in those ways, follow those ideas. Um, but do, you're not going to do it exactly the same way they do. You're not going to experience the same kind or amount of success that they do. You'll experience your own success because your own brand of hustle is on that, right? Um, but it's not a comparison game. And I really feel like when we toss around the word hustle and the more I see it on like Facebook and Instagram and different places, it's like a, it's a challenge. Hey girl, I got to get out there and hustle, hustle more. Um, are you not hustling enough to get, you know, to, if you're not, if you're not seeing your success and you're probably not hustling enough, right? Um, and we see these people like I, we can see, and this wears me out because I see people on Facebook or people that I follow that are super successful. And I want to, I want to have that kind of success. And it feels like, you know, based on what they post or based on how they describe their life, they are going 24 hours a day, right? They never take a break. They never rest. They never slow down. They're up at 3am. They're working really hard by 4am. They've worked out. They've done all their personal development. They've, you know, made all their prospecting calls. And so, 
you know, by 4 a.m. they're ready for breakfast. <laughs> and you're like, how, how is it even possible to hustle that much? Like, why is that a thing? And for some people that really works. The problem is when we look at that and feel like, okay, that should also be my life. And we feel bad or we feel guilty because we're not able to hustle at that level. Um, they have all the things and do all the things and it has to be because they hustle so much, right? They hustle, hustle, hustle. So that's where all their success comes from. It's just really, um, uh, it's, it's an unfair comparison. So, um, but let's take a, let's slow down. So we're gonna talk about slowing down a little bit and let's just, let's look at the definition of hustle. What are we even using it in the right way? <laughs> so a couple definitions, like as a verb, hustle means force to move, like if you're forcing someone or forcing something to move hurriedly or unceremoniously in a, spe spe a specified direction, okay? Um, it also means to obtain by forceful action or persuasion. And if, you know, if you're using it in that context, it actually means like a hustle, like something dishonest, right? So if you're hustling somebody, you're kind of, you're, manipula you're manipulating a something or a situation to get what you want, right? So like a con or a hustle, that kind of thing. If you look at it simply as forcing something to move or something, someone to move towards a specific direction, you're, it's about force. You move, you're forcing someone or something to happen in a certain way. Okay. If you switch it and you use it as a noun, it means busy movement and activity. Okay. So if you look at the word hustle, it's not actually about anything purposeful, right? It's about activity. It's about being busy. It's about staying busy. It's about applying force. Okay. So I, I think we we take the word hustle and we don't use it quite in the right context in our everyday vernacular, right? When we're talking about uh, working harder, we got to hustle more. Um, it's actually not the right context for the word if you really stop and think. And I'm that nerd that's going to stop and look up the definition and go, hey, wait a minute, why does this word bother me so much? Well, it's not actually doing what we think it's doing. <laughs> so while hustle is important, it's actually not, it's not about purpose. It's not about being intentional. Uh, the word hustle is about uh, not about quality. It's about quantity. It's about how much you're doing. It's about staying busy. Um, it's not about how much, right? So um, it's not about why is what I mean. It's, it's all about how much. So how much are you doing, but not about why you're doing it or what's the purpose behind it? Or are you hustling in the right way with a purposeful activity? Um, and so, I mean, my question goes back to, um, what if hustle was less about how much you're doing and how furiously you're, you're involved in busy activities and how, and instead about how much quality time you're spending hustling on purposeful activities that actually lead you to success. You can hustle all day long every day and never see success. But if you feel busy and you're acting busy, then you must be doing the right things, right? Well, it's not, not necessarily okay. So in, in context of slowing down, I'm going to take a breath and slow down, right? <laughs> it, there's this question. If it's not about how much or how much you continuously hustle, if you're, you know, working towards success, if you're working towards anything, excellence, pursuing something, is it okay to slow down? Is it okay to, to pause from the hustle, even you know, for an hour, for a day? Um, so we're going to look at that question next and talk about some of the benefits of slowing down and how slowing down can actually help your hustle <laughs> and how maybe if we kind of shift our thoughts about the word hustle or the idea of hustling, we can actually hustle with 
maybe better intention and better results. And I'm not, I'm not an expert on this. Remember, I just share thoughts on this show. It's just me saying things that I have to say, but I just, I like to pose questions and kind of think about things differently. And I've just been struck lately with busyness and hustle and how we get caught up in that idea. And it just, it kind of, it leads us to a lot of guilt. It leads us to feeling like failures because we're not hustling in the right ways, but we're desperately trying to look like we're hustling. So we're just any busy activity. We count it as hustle and we may, we may be going down the wrong road on that. So hang on. Okay, so what if slowing down actually improved your life? What if it improved your business? What if it improved your relationships? What if it improved your health? Um, I don't think people would disagree with the health part. You know, if you slow down, you know, when you're sick or you're not, ha you're having health issues, slowing down, taking a rest, um, taking care of yourself is an obvious thing. But why get to that point with like, you know, the craziness in your business or get to the point where you feel like you, you're forced to slow down, but you want to keep going. Right. And I don't know. I mean, hustle to me, like it's, you know, I, I'm picturing the people in the phrase, you know, but I'll sleep when I, you know, I'll rest when I'm dead. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Okay. That's great and all, but good luck with that. <laughs> I'd rather have a better quality of life along the way. Um, choose to incorporate rest in, you know, slowing down a little bit now, because I feel like that's going to improve my life along the way and maybe extend it too. So I, I get the, I get the sentiment behind, you know, I'll rest when I'm dead and that's super admirable and stuff, but I'm not in that space. <laughs> um, there's a, to me, there has to be a balance between how busy you are and how busy you feel like you need to be versus, okay, am I actually enjoying anything that I do? Am I missing out on relationships, on moments, on memories, because I'm just working all the time because I'm trying to create this amazing life for later? What about your amazing life now, right? So we, uh, we benefit greatly from slowing down. And I'm going to be the first to tell you that I was never a believer of that until... I kind of had to slow down, right? I learned that the hard way about a year and a half ago um, when I was really forced to slow down. Um, and so um, it, it, it's not it's not something I chose, but it's something I choose now uh, in, in um, <laughs> a preemptive strike against getting burned out. But um, so about three years ago, I think it's been three years now, almost three years in April, I left my corporate life. So no longer doing corporate America things, decided, you know what, that that world wasn't for me anymore. Combination of reasons for that. Um, and so, but I didn't have a plan. <laughs> and I'm just going to say, uh, not having a plan is maybe not the way I would recommend that. Like if I was giving a talk to young entrepreneurs or people who were thinking about leaving uh, corporate life and venturing out on their own to do things, uh, I would probably not recommend to quit without a plan. <laughs> It just is the way it happened for me. But a flip side of that is I think I've been more open and more, um, I've been led to different things that I would never have ever tried before that are what I do now um, because I think I didn't have a plan. So um, there's a benefit to not really planning out all of your life, but there's also, um, there's some smarts to having <laughs> some kind of a plan. So I'll just leave it at that. Um, but I knew that I needed to change, right? I knew that working in a corporate America where I felt like I was uh, underappreciated, uh, overused, um, and never really going to get to where I wanted to be in life working for someone else. I knew that needed to change. So, um, 
that that was kind of my motivation and then i just needed rest so i did spend some time just resting um and and kind of trying to think of some things and then i started doing all the things i was like well you know what i like exercise what if i became a personal trainer so i did that i studied and took my test and became a certified personal trainer um and did that for a long time about a year and a half and during that i met uh wonderful people who were involved doing other things and that's how i got into my makeup and cosmetics business which is what i still do and i I got into freelance writing because I, you know, had time to do that. And I've always wanted to be a writer. I've always wanted to make a living as a writer. And it's something I never thought I could do because it wasn't a real job, right? I didn't have, uh, I didn't, I didn't know how to get into it. I didn't know um, how to find a job that could support myself. And then I kind of figured out that you can do that free, freelance, right? You can kind of make up a job. And so I started getting into that, just figuring out how to do that. And I still do that. Those are the two things I do now mainly is the makeup and cosmetics and the freelance writing and then podcasting that has kind of materialized over the last, I don't know, five to six months. So that's not, it's not, it's actually kind of a value add for me. It's, and I've talked about this before. It's much more about, um, the creative outlet and finding my voice and talking and sharing things in a different, uh, I'm a content provider in the, in the, if you had to sum all of the things up that I do, it's content, providing content and supporting, supporting others and building others up. So content through podcasting was a new adventure and it's been really, really fun. So um, I, I've spent a lot of time figuring out, and I'm using quotes on that, figuring out what I want to do. Uh, and now things are starting to come together better. Uh, but it was, but when I was running full steam ahead and doing all the things, volunteering, you know, okay, I have time to, to add that to my plate. Let's do that. Um, nothing was making sense. I had so much freedom that I didn't have any boundaries for saying no, or I actually don't have time for that. Or, you know, I have a flexible schedule. Sure. I can fit that in. What do you need kind of thing. And while there's, there's a lot of admiral, admirable qualities to that, to being available and flexible and giving in that sense, um, if you don't have some boundaries and you don't, you don't feel confident saying no to things sometimes, and you don't protect your own time and you don't slow down sometimes, you're going to be, you're going to burn out because you're giving all of yourself and all of your stuff and all of your, all of your efforts away. Right. So, um, it, it, I loved all the things that I was doing, but it was too much. And I didn't realize how much it was too much until I was kind of forced to slow down. My focus was lost. I wasn't focusing on any one or two things that I could really pursue all in to make life work. Um, so finances were suffering, um, relationships suffering, health was the biggest, health was the biggest knockdown. So that slowed me way down. And it was about a year coming up on two years this summer. Wow. Um, I, I was totally just out, down and out. So I, it started with a face infection that I got um, from my backyard and it turned into um, really uh, hitting my lungs hard. I've always had asthma and lung problems and this just kind of, this infection kind of ate into my body in a way. And I know it sounds awful. It wasn't, maybe it's not quite that awful, but um, it got in and it just really jacked up my lungs again. Um, I wasn't able to do a lot of the things I was doing physically and I've developed a lot of physical back pain. I've always had back pain, bad shoulder, bad back. <clears throat> and now it was just taken to a whole new level and all of that, not really being able to function, not feeling great, not looking great because I had this stuff on my face, uh, sent me into a deep depression, right? So health suffered, was doing too much, health suffered, finances were suffering, and then my emotional and mental, everything took a toll on my emotional and, and, and um, 
mental state. So, um, and I'm just, I'm telling you now that slowing down is better than stopping. <laughs> and if that's your one takeaway from today's podcast, take that with you because, um, when you're forced to stop, it's way worse than just slowing down at your own pace and taking things on your own time. When you, when you're stopped, you can't do anything. And I was knocked down on the floor, on the, in the couch, in the bed, like not able to move for most of the chunks of most of my days. So couldn't work my businesses. I had to stop personal training. That was the first thing that, um, the first good decision I make, not, not that I wanted to leave it, but it was my body couldn't function and you can't really teach other people how to work out and do things if you're, you can't like bend over and pick up a weight. <laughs> so I was really struggling with keeping up with all of that activity. So I started having to make some decisions about my time and about, um, my workload. And I mean, I had piled more stuff on myself than, than I had ever done working in a corporate job, <laughs> but I was so much happier. I'm so much happier, you know, out in the world, making my own decisions and doing my own things. But there's a, there's a learning curve to that, to that. And I learned the hard way that, you know, I should have not, it's not that I shouldn't have added all the things I should have started sooner, figuring out that I was on my way to being so run down and so, so um, bad off that I was going to have to just physically stop. So um, I had to, I was forced into rest. I could get up and work for part of the day. And then I was like, I literally have to take a nap right now because I can't do anything else. And that didn't help my self-esteem. It didn't help my depression to realize that, okay, I'm napping in the middle of the day, but there's literally nothing else I can do. Uh, I didn't feel like I could talk about it. I didn't feel like, um, cause you know, in the background, um, I'm still involved in all these, you know, things and posts and, and being involved with hustle, hustle, hustle and work your business, work your business. If you're not working your business, then what are you even doing? And you know, that kind of stuff. So money started getting even tighter and I continued to get frustrated with myself because I couldn't do all the things like this, my physical, you know, months prior to this, I was physically able to do all the things, personal training several times a day, do my own workouts, keep up with the makeup and cosmetics business, work on the, the writing assignments that I was getting and, and do all the things with, you know, no issue. Um, little did I know it was all eating away at, um, my ability to physically keep up. So, um, for the first time in a very long time, I felt super helpless. I felt super alone and I was stuck. I didn't know what to do with, about it. I didn't know who to talk to about it. I didn't feel safe talking much about it. Um, but here's what I started to figure out. And this wasn't an immediate like aha moment. It was after a lot, a lot, a lot of struggle. Um, slowing down kind of miraculously removes clutter from your life. And it's, you know, it takes some things away that keeps you from hearing and learning things. Slowing down help, helps you grow. And whether it's a forced slowdown or you are um, light years ahead of me and you're able to recognize, uh, okay, I need, I need to slow down for a minute. And because um, I'm on the verge of getting too far gone, I need to slow down and incorporate some rest into my hustle. Um, it's, it's an amazing way to grow. It's an amazing way to hear what you can't hear when the busyness is overwhelming. And you don't, you may not realize the busyness is overwhelming in your life. I didn't until I, until I had to, you know, I couldn't do all the busy things. So, um, rest is a part of hustle.
And I know that you're not going to find that in any of the definitions that I just read to you about what hustle is, but rest is a part of hustle. You hustle better and with clearer purpose when your mind and body are equipped to handle the right kind of hustle. I'm going to say that again. And that's, that's a Terryism. I came up with that all by myself, but I kind of like it. You hustle better and with clearer purpose when your mind and body are equipped to handle the right kind of hustle and the right kind of hustle back to the first segment is whatever hustle combination of hustle efforts work for you. My hustle is not going to be right for you. Your hustle is not going to be right for me. Does it mean that we're both hustling wrong or not doing enough hustle? Absolutely not. It took most of a year for me to start coming out of my slowdown, okay? And that's out of the ordinary for me. I'm pretty consistent. I'm pretty steady. Um, I don't do, you know, all the things all the time, but I was really in this pattern of excitement because I loved all the things I was doing and the freedom and all that kind of stuff and feeling like... I was also feeling the the um, the burden of needing to get my finances back in shape because I left a high paying job uh, again without a plan. <laughs> so I had in my mind that I should be able to, to quickly make that kind of money again. And you know the reality was it took me a, you know a 15 plus year career to get to a place in in that career to where I felt. I felt successful and I felt like I was making the money that I wanted to be making. And so, you know, at this point that I'm, uh, you know, I'm down and out, I'm like a year and a half into this whole unplanned, <laughs> unorganized world of trying to work for myself and still putting the pressure on myself that I needed to be making that kind of money uh, that I was making um, without the buildup time, without the, without the ramp up. And when you run your own business or your, you know, multiple businesses, it takes time. It takes time to build that up. It's not, there's no overnight success. There really isn't. So, um, I learned a lot though. And I learned that I have to take the pressure off of feeling like, okay, I need to be earning X amount of dollars by, you know, X time. Um, that's not to say that there shouldn't be business plans and goals put in place in you know, efforts to work towards that. My mind was unrealistic that I should have been at such and such level in such a short period of time, not having a plan and, you know, kind of just stumbling around and trying to figure stuff out. Um, so I've learned, uh, and this has been very hard to say no when I'm tired or not feeling well. Um, and that's very hard for me. I want to do all the things. I'm the type of that I want to run to help you if you need it. I want to fill in a gap if there's a gap. I want to be I want to be the helper. I serve others. That's one of my spiritual uh, uh, spiritual gifts, I guess. Uh, love languages, though, is what I'm looking for there. Um, but I'm not invincible. I'm actually a human woman who gets older every year. My body gets older every year. It gets a little bit more, you know, creaky and broken every year. That's just nature. Um, so I, I shouldn't expect myself to fill in all the holes. But when I had the freedom and the flexibility, newfound freedom and flexibility to be like, oh, yeah, if you need that. Oh, yeah, I'm not doing anything right now. I can come do that. Um, it just it, I filled up all my holes in my schedule and in my life with stuff and that just all takes a toll. So like with my volunteering work that I do, um, I'm learning to say no if I can't do a shift, a fill in a shift, or if I'm really not feeling up to it. Because I know that if I go in and do the shift, if I'm already feeling bad, then afterwards I'm going to feel even worse. And it's going to take me longer to recover uh, and I may have to cancel other things than if I had just said no and let that go and been you know okay with that, knowing that it's, it's okay if I'm not there for all the things. Um, and, and, you know, resting at making that choice to rest with that particular thing so that my hustle in other areas is not affected. Does that make sense? Sometimes you have to make choices. 
you have to make choices about where you spend your time in your hustle so that in the long game, right? So running your own business, doing all the things, raising kids, all that stuff, it's a long game, okay? So sometimes you have to make short-term decisions about your health, uh, when you need to rest, about different opportunities, about where to put your time, you know, volunteer free time versus, okay, actually I need that time to work on an article, you know, whatever it is, um, you have to make choices about where you apply your hustle. And um, resting isn't a cause for guilt. And I think that we we put those two words together. Like hustle is good, hustle is amazing. So if I'm not hustling, I need to feel guilty about what I'm not doing. Um, and that's those are things that are so hard because we compare and we see all the hustle and we have to, those are, those are internal changes and internal things we need to talk to us. We have to come back and speak to ourselves. Why do I feel guilty about resting this evening uh, instead of trying to crank out more articles before midnight, right? Um, because if I do that, then I'm gonna be absolutely dead and unable to write tomorrow. <laughs> You know, it's sometimes it's just common sense stuff, but sometimes it's you have to actually stop and say, why do I feel guilty about taking a break? I've worked really hard this week. I always work really hard. I deserve a break and that's okay. You know, resting isn't cause for guilt. It's actually critical for survival. You can word swag that one too. <laughs> um, and when you work your own business or parent full time or whatever it is that you do, um, don't forget how important it is to call a timeout and rest. Okay. And that's, that's the one takeaway from this podcast episode. <clears throat> I hope that's something you understand, whether you're parenting and your kids are in, you know, 9,000 activities and spring, it's time for spring stuff to start and you have to run your kids all over the place, but you seriously don't have the energy to do it. Oh my gosh, you can take a break. Um, find a ride for your kids, have your husband take them. It's okay. It's okay. It really is. And I know that's hard for parents to hear and I'm not a parent. So you're probably thinking she doesn't know what I do and how important it is for me to be at all the things. She's not a parent. And honestly, I'm probably going to do a parenting episode. <laughs> I had a conversation with a friend about that this week. <laughs> It'll probably be pretty funny, um, but you can't, you have to recognize nobody's going to tell you to take a timeout, right? Nobody's going to say, oh my gosh, you look really exhausted. You look like your head's about to explode. You should take a break. Um, you may, you, I mean, if you have people in your life that are going to speak that truth to you, that's amazing. And actually I'm, I'm going to, I'll take that back. I do have enough people in my life um, who can recognize when I'm about to fall off the edge and say, you know what, why don't you, uh, I got that. You go, you go do something else for a while. Um, and that's amazing, but you can't depend on other people to do that for you. You have to be able to raise your hand and do that for yourself. You have to recognize when, okay, if I work one more 12 hour day on a Saturday for my own business that I run, I'm literally going to just, you know, not, not make it. I'm not going to survive. So you have to take your time and you have to call a timeout and take a break. And, um, you know what the world and your business and your people, your family, everyone who depends on you will survive. If you take a break, did you hear that? <laughs> they will survive. If you take a break, it's all going to be okay. And actually they probably will appreciate that you recognize you need a break and will raise your hand and take one. Um, it's sometimes it's about being a good example to others. Like if I'm, you know, following leaders in my company that I work with, or if I'm following, you know, people on Instagram or whatever, and all they do is work, 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 that's going to be what I try to emulate, right? If I recognize and see that um, my leaders are also teaching me the value of rest, 
and how it helps you work better and more efficiently and you'll feel better about what you do, then I'm going to learn that. I'm going to take that on too because if they're successful with some rest incorporated into their hustle, maybe I can do, I should be able to do the same thing too because it clearly works. So it's okay to take a break, take a rest. You're showing others that it's okay too. And you're reducing that like worldwide pressure we have on you have to hustle all the time to be successful. There's no other way to do it, right? So I took a few days off last week for the first time, which is one reason there wasn't a podcast last week either. <laughs> but it was the first time in a way too long that I actually took vacation days. And for me, you know, since I work for myself, I can do that whenever I want. But also because I work for myself, I'm kind of just always working. I, ha I don't, I mean, I work during the day. I have business hours, you know, air quotes. But I also, you know, if something comes through and I need to do it on the weekend or whatever, I do that too because it's important to, it's, it's important to, uh, <laughs> to not let opportunities pass. But I actually took a few days off last week and shut things down, didn't take the laptop, got away, and it was amazing. And I didn't realize um, how much I needed it and how long it had been since I had set aside dedicated time to not work and to not be focused on other things and just to focus on time off and spending time and enjoying, uh, like traveling away. And I used to travel a lot and I really miss it, but, um, and, but I didn't, I also didn't feel guilty. Like there was not one ounce of guilt that um, I've got deadlines I need to do. If I don't make enough money this week, I can't pay that bill, blah, blah, blah. And there's all those fears below that. But um, I, I took time off and I didn't feel guilty because I'm starting to really, it's starting to become part of my business plan that uh, rest has to happen in order for hustle to keep going. And um, it's and it's tough when you freelance, it's tough when you own your own business. Um, so I, I want, you know, business owners, freelancers, you know, um, you know, anybody who's working for yourself, I want you to hear that I just said, um, I know there's no paid vacation, because every effort you make uh, is is how you get paid. But set aside time when I had a real job with benefits and vacation time, I was very intentional about making sure I took my two weeks or three weeks or whatever it was every year. I never let a day go. I never wasted a vacation day. Um, so it really shouldn't be any different now. I mean, make sure your lifestyle can support taking time off, but taking time off doesn't mean you have to take an elaborate trip. Taking time off just means you need time to rest and you um, value that and you recognize that it's an important part of your business plan and you need to do it. So business, building a business takes time. And you aren't required to build a business or raise your kids or um, be amazing at a sport without slowing down sometimes. And even in sport and exercise, your body needs time to rest. And this is personal trainer Terry talking to you now. Um, rest is an important part of any exercise program. Your body needs time to recover. Your muscles need time to regenerate, to rejuvenate. Um, so you, you can't work out seven days a week you know, for hours a day and see the same results that you feel like you're going to get that, uh, that you, you can see the results that you feel like you want, your body's going to burn out. So you have to have rest days. You have to have time to rest. So it's the principle for everything. Rest is a part of hustle. Word swag that one. All right, so a few final words here, and I just want to encourage you, um, and this is coming from someone who still struggles with it, but who is making great great progress in understanding the importance of slowing down. Um, if you're struggling with a season of slowing down, uh, I want you to dig into why. Um, is it because you feel obligated to hustle all the time, hustle all the time? Uh, do you feel guilty? Do you feel like you're letting somebody down if you don't, uh, if you take a rest, if you do something for you? So, um, 
moving, you know, moving more rest and slowing down into your hustle games may may require to kind of dig into why you feel like you have to hustle all the time. And that's okay. Those are good, healthy things to explore. Ask yourself why, write it down, um, think it out, whatever you want, but kind of get to the root of why you feel like um, taking a break or taking some time off or slowing down um, is, is a challenge for you. And I definitely struggle with it. Um, I mean, I struggle with, am I slowing down too much? Um, like if I choose to rest two days in a row, is it, if I, am I just being lazy, right? Slow can sometimes, we can sometimes make that uh, correlation to being lazy. So I would hope that you could break that. Um, slow doesn't necessarily mean lazy. I mean, there is, <laughs> if you slow down too much, <laughs> yes, if you're going to take off, you know, months at a time and not be able to pay your bills, that might be um, lazy, <laughs> less slow. Um, but am I not doing as much as I can do? And that comes from comparison, right? Um, or just feeling like, I mean, we're always, we're in a constant struggle with uh, pushing ourselves to do more. Can I do more? Should I be doing more? Um, can you do more? And should you do more are two different questions. And that's a conversation for another day. But you know, th those are the questions I struggle with. Am I slowing down too much? Um, and am I not doing as much as I can do? And some of it for me is fear, uh, fear of ending up burned out again. And that was a really hard time for me in my life. Um, and I don't want to ever go back to that. Um, it's not to say it won't ever happen again. You know, you can't always control your health and health was a big part of it. But, um, so, but I don't want to feel that way again. I don't want to feel so helpless and, and in pain and, and, you know, literally struggling, physically struggling to breathe. Um, so, you know, there's a fear that if I start piling on too much, I'll regress back into that and be, you know, flat out on my back in bed again for a while. Um, some of it's comparison, you know, I have plenty of other entrepreneur friends and other, other people that I, I follow and watch, and they have much huger health issues than I do. And they hustle hard and I see them hustling so hard and I see their success and I'm like, well, if they can do it, um, why can't I keep up? And that's comparison. That's completely different circumstances, com completely different, whatever you can't compare, you can't compare, um, you know, your afflictions to someone else. And then, you know, feel guilty that you're not doing the same things. Everybody has different situations and, uh, you know, it's success and feeling like, well, I'm working just as hard as she is. Why do I not have the same success? It's not your success. Your success will come when you, when it's supposed to. And, you know, there's things to be, there's things about being consistent and you can be consistent and slow and rest, um, as you need it. And then there's just, you know, things are different. So comparing to others is really hard. Um, and sometimes for me, it's personal pressure and guilt. So I'm now three years into working for myself, right? And so kind of back to what I talked about in the last segment, it takes a long time to build a business. And uh, I would say that I wasn't really, I'm still not that organized, but not as not focused on, okay, this is, this, these are the things I'm doing and focusing my building and my cultivating attentions on these two things until maybe the past, I would say even six months to a year. Um, so while I've been working for myself and kind of floating around out here, you know, without a real corporate job for about three years, I'm probably really into a year, maybe a year and a half of business building. And it's not been that organized. So that's, that's, you know, that's a conversation for another day. But, um, but, you know, in my brain and my personal pressure that I put on myself, you know, I've got those things in the back of my head. Shouldn't I be making more money by now? Uh, shouldn't I be more successful? I mean, says who? I mean, like I said, it took a long time. It took more than a decade to build up to where I felt successful uh, in my past career, in my past life. So um, success is completely objective. And, um, you know, if 
I, I, I actually struggle with the word success too. And not that I don't think it's a good thing, but everybody has a different definition of success. When you're, when you're disappointed in your own success, you're either failing the goals that you have for yourself or you're comparing to somebody else's success. So um, those are things to work through. And that goes back to that question of why. If you're feeling, if you're struggling with slowing down, ask why. Is it fear? Is it comparing? Is it personal pressure? Like you think you should be somewhere more than you should be? Um, but I mean, there's a lot of great things that I, I choose to focus on instead. And um, this helps me not necessarily justify, but it helps me remind me that rest is so important and so critical. And I mean, I make my own title now. <laughs> I had a really good title at my last job. Um, and I made, I'm so much happier working when I want, how I want, and building a career that makes better sense for me. And it's unconventional and it's weird and it's, you know, it's a variety of different things together, but um, it's going to take the time it takes to morph into what it's really supposed to be. And I'm committed to it and I love it. And um it allows me, one of the best parts is that it allows me to slow down when needed. And I didn't have that freedom in the past. And I'm just so thankful for that, that I can, I can call a timeout anytime I need it. And if it's a Thursday afternoon at, you know, 2.30 PM, I can say, oh my gosh, I have hit a wall. If I don't take a break right now, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> and I can take a break and it's fine. And you know, I can make up the time another time, or I can just recognize that I need this afternoon off and that's okay. The rest helps my hustle. So it's hard not to feel like you're doing something wrong when you slow down, but try it. Just try it. See what happens. See what you gain from an afternoon off. No work. Literally, if it means putting your phone down in like in another, in another room and just doing something for you, it doesn't have to be elaborate, but reading a book, you know, going to get a massage, whatever. Give your brain and your body a rest and just see how it feels. You can start small. Slowing down doesn't mean you have to take, <laughs> you don't have to take a million days off. Take an afternoon and see what happens. And I mean, the hustle isn't going anywhere, right? Your stuff's always going to be there. The next task that's on your list is not going to go away until you do it. But there's no one that, there's no one and nothing that says you have to do it right now, or you have to do it when you feel like you don't have anything else to give. Take a break. You have to recognize for yourself that you have to slow down for a minute so that you can keep your hustle going long term. We're playing the long game. So if in the short term, you need to incorporate slowing down some rest into your hustle, do it. Um, and just make sure that when you slow down, it is enough to be able to keep up with the right amount of hustle for you. Okay. Hustle as you can slow down when you need it. It's all good. It's part of it. slowing down rest is part of your business plan, as part of your life plan, as part of your family plan, as part of your relationship plan. It's part of you, your plan. So there you go. All right. Thank you again, as always, for listening today. Um, I always love being on the mic and rambling about whatever it is I have to talk about, but I'm so glad if you find anything I say helpful, or even if it just makes you think a little bit, you don't have to agree with all the things I say, but I'm just, I'm happy to say them and happy for you listening. Hey, um, so if you haven't know, if you don't know about PodCoin, I want to encourage you to download the listening app. It's called PodCoin, P-O-D-C-O-I-N. I think it's available on all platforms. I'm not entirely sure on that, but you can get paid to listen to me talk. What? You can get paid to hear my voice. So my show and lots of shows that I listen to are on PodCoin. And what you do when you listen through PodCoin is you earn points. And then you can translate those points into like Amazon gift cards, Starbucks, whatever you want. So right now my show for the next week or two 
is in the bonus. So I'm in a bonus, like special highlight section of PodCoin, which means you get even more points for listening to me. So this is a great time to catch up on previous episodes, plus earn a little money while you do it. So PodCoin is the app. Download it. Find me in the bonus section or just type in I have things to say. My my show will show up. Subscribe to that. Start listening and earn some points. So why not? <laughs> why not earn some money while you listen to my scratchy voice? Um, thank you of course, for being here. If you ever want to sign up and be a sponsor for the show, that's always an option too. So if I, you can listen through PodCoin and get paid, you can also pay me to be here. But what that really means is that when you're a sponsor of the show, I give you some shout outs and stuff. So just like I did right there for PodCoin, I would talk about you and I would talk about your business. I would talk about whatever it is you want me to talk about as long as it's, you know, PG. But um, yeah, so when you're a sponsor, you get fun things from me like that, because I like to thank you for sponsoring the show. So the way to do that is to click the link to learn more about this podcast on whatever platform you're on. And I'm on like 12 or 13 or 14. And then follow through to the sponsorship links or whatever it looks like to support this show. So by supporting the show, you can do it for as little as like 99 cents a month. And I love that. And I would love to highlight you to my audience, whatever it is that you do. So until next time. I've run out of things to say for today, but I will have more things to say next time on I Have Things to Say.